Welcome to the Sea Show. And I have to laugh for a minute, so hopefully people can jump. And we're going to be starting the show in a few minutes, but I am laughing right now. Um, a few things, and I will talk, actually, uh, about it in a few minutes. Um, and uh, I will take you in a minute, Dr. Goodman. Uh, I let people coming in first and take you in a sec. Um, busy doing another thing, too, in the same time. But uh, we are going to be ready in a sec here. Let's see a lot. Oh, people are coming in. Good, good, good. Coming in, coming in, coming in. People are packing. All right. Hello, Dr. Goodman. Hi, Denise. Hello there. Hello. How's everybody doing? Just great. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. We'll start in a minute. I have to say something prior to that because I want to give an update on something that I know. Then I had a conversation with people since last Friday and I got an answer actually. Then I, I, I just received a minute ago via email because I wrote an email and I got finally a response about it and I wanted to set it up and loud here on wisdom so and I will repeat this for the rest of the week actually so people knows yeah. so we want to wait for a sec or two we have some people here I see Graziella is here awesome Hi, Graziella. Yeah, I didn't check. I didn't check, by the way, your website, my dear. I have to double check and see if you made the changes. You said you would. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay, Dr. Rao is here. Awesome. Everybody's coming in uh, slowly but surely. Oh, by the face you just did, Graziella, I have a feeling it's not done yet. <laughs> it's all right. Oh boy. Okay. Guys, come on, sit down here, girly. Just sit. Thank you. So there is no more barking. Good girl. Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. All right. So I need to make one little thing, one little thing before we get started. So last week, um, there is an impersonator around here who think, uh, you know, some people assume he was somebody famous. Um, then it's not the case. I challenged that person. He got interviewed by Daryl the day before, and I challenged that person to come on board because I do know. See, being intuitive and you see remotely, you know who you're talking about because I don't need a camera to see you. I can physically see you. Believe it or not, that's part of the intuitive, the psychic world. So during the conversation, even Dr. Goodman thought it was the real deal, which I'm like, no, he's not. So I did contact Wisdom, which I'm glad they answer uh, back to me, and I appreciated their emails. I did report it that individual because he's a fake. And I have an issue that we raised, several of us, extra, uh, including Daryl, and I know a couple of you made some uh, clapping for me because you knew that uh, as much as we are here on Wisdom, we want this app to be safe. And when I say to be safe, it's out of all of the people who are scammers, because it's a safe environment here. It is not Twitter. It is not Clubhouse. It is Wisdom. So I'm very 
uh, because I'm part of the beta group, very protective about this app because I see a very good benefits of everything we do here, including tonight about uh, talking about the art of sensuality. But I do not appreciate scammers or people who pretend to be celebrities. They are not. It's deceiving. And if one showed up, the rest of the world will show up. So I did um, actually uh, reported that individual via wisdom. And also I wrote a very long email uh, bringing the concerns that we as mentors have as well. And I got a very good answer actually from wisdom. I'm going to read it. Uh, it said, thank you for writing to us about this issue. Our moderation team is aware of this and they are already working on banning this person and all similar attempts to impersonate someone else. Our code of conduct clearly prohibits such behavior and our team is making sure all rules are strictly followed. We appreciate you, we appreciate you taking part in keeping wisdom safe for all users. And this is our goal here. This is my goal here. I don't have any vested interest except to see and have people coming on board, being able to safe and speak safely and feel cocoon here with a lot of empathy and connection. So that was my point I wanted to say about last week. So at least we're on the same page with wisdom. They are dealing with it and they are working proactively for anyone who fakes uh, celebrities of some sort to have them removed from here, which to me is a very, very, very good sign that they're taking this up very seriously as well than we all do. So that was my only thing I wanted to say. Thank you guys and rest assured we're dealing with the problem. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'll leave the floor for both of you now. <laughs> Thank you, Emma. Um that's good to know. And uh, my statement behind that, uh, for all of you, all bullshit goes in the face of the hustle. So uh, if you want to play the game, play it right. But if you keep wanting to play it on this era, you're going to get caught. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, um, you know, our... Um, you know, our company's name is about gratification for any new people there. And um, my name is Denise, and we uh, are in the talking here about um, ac some sensuality exercises. In our previous recent sessions, we talked about the first two exercises, one being visiting dignitary, which is getting your space ready. And then the second one was visual inventory, where you spend time looking at yourself and all different areas of your body. Um, now, tonight, uh, we're going to talk about the third exercise, and these exercises are intended to be done in order. So after you've done your exercise number two, visual inventory, the third exercise is called physical inventory. Um, you know, in the visual inventory exercise, you were 
you learned how to see and appreciate parts of your body in, in new ways. The physical inventory is similar. You'll explore ways that you like to be touched. Now, remember, you're doing these alone. You're in your room and no one else is there. So when you do the physical inventory, you're taking the opportunity to check out light pressures, firm pressures, pinches, scratches, touches with you know, the back of your nails, the tips of your fingers, anything, or simply touching your hair, any way that you can think of to touch yourself is good. Um, you know, there's no rule here. It, it's, it's up to you to do what you want. Um, if there's some kind of touch you don't like, use a different type of touch or a different stroke. You can check out extremes of touching that you can pleasurably experience. So the goal here is not to produce pain. You're not going to like, pinch yourself so hard that it hurts, um, but you want to see what feels pleasurable to you and, and among, along a continuum of like pressure or, you know, strength. Uh, excuse me. Uh, yes. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, like a mosquito bite. You know, you, you itch and, and you know, it's, it's stinging. So you sort of rub in and, and scratch a little bit lighter, maybe a little bit harder. You know, and then at some point, you really enjoy that feeling because it, it's not itching no more. You know, it's, it's feeling good to just from the rub. You rub it and it's not, uh, like I said, it's not itching or painful to you anymore. It's feeling good now. So, like that. Okay, good. <clears throat> so, for example, um, you might notice the amount of pressure that you can apply to the outside of your elbow as opposed to the inside. You have very different feeling there. Um, you know, the inside is soft and tender and the outside bumps into things and, you know, you're, um, so, you know, you, you'll notice that different parts of your body like to be touched in different ways. You have different sensitivities. Um, you know, the, the palms of our hands and our fingertips are highly desensitized because they're um, touching things all the time, as opposed to, you know, the tip of your nose uh, for or the inside of your elbow. Um, so, you know, when you do this, you want to take as much time um, as you as you can. The idea is to enjoy yourself. All of this is about pleasure. 
and f learning more about your body. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, like she was saying, uh, uh, your hand, you always touch and stuff. So the feeling is not uh, really conscious or recognized uh, of it at the time. But if you hold somebody else's hand or touch somebody else as a taking touch of feeling good, you know, you'll feel it in your hand. That's right. You know, I didn't mean to imply that you, you don't feel a lot with your fingertips, but it is a matter of intention. You know, when we're picking up a spoon uh, to stir a pot or typing or something like that, you know, we're not really putting our attention on how that spoon feels or how that keyboard feels. We're, we've set out to accomplish a task, and it's just sort of automatic. But if you go up to your uh, loved one or a baby or child or anybody and, you know, you want to touch them in a loving way, um, you're going to touch them deliberately in a way that you want them to feel that touch is a good thing. You know, you're not going to just, you know, grab them. You're going to touch them with deliberation and you know, you're more likely to feel that in your fingers if you're using your hands. And, uh, uh, excuse me. And yes, I mean, in the mornings, a lot of people get up and make coffee. They really ain't thinking about uh, enjoyment of that coffee they making. They thinking, oh, well, after I have my first, first cup of coffee, then you can talk to me. So you're not really thinking about all that be, uh, before, you know, you're just doing it. So just really stop and take the time to uh, pick up that spoon and put how many spoons of sugars you want in there and uh, in, uh, in the coffee, you know, and uh, you don't got the water just right for you and you pouring it in there. And so you think about all of that and making that cup of coffee. So when you made, when that coffee cup, cup of coffee is made, then you're going to enjoy it, you know, and so whoever comes along after that, you know, it's more for you, you know, not you just getting started, you already started, you woke up. Okay, um, so, uh, you know, while you're doing this physical inventory, touching, you're going to notice that different parts of your body like to be touched in different ways. Um, so here's your chance to find out what feels best to you in different places. You know, we, we probably all have places we don't like to be touched. Um, most of the time for me, that's like over my Adam's apple. I, I cringe if I stop and think about it. But, um, and there's no real good reason why, you know, I need to be touched there. But yesterday I was at the doctor and um, he, he touched me there. I have a thyroid thing going on and that's where your thyroid gland is. And I didn't realize he was going to do that. And it didn't bother me at all because I wasn't 
you know, getting myself all set up to be like, oh, don't touch me there. You know, he, he, he <laughs> you know, actually kind of, sorry, you know, a, a little, yeah. and, you know, it was like over before I knew it and it didn't hurt Good. or I didn't freak out, but you know, it was all about in my head, you know, that yep. I like didn't want my, to be touched there on my neck. But, um, uh, anyhow, uh, so, you know, you want to take time when you do this exercise. Um, you want to um, enjoy yourself. This is about pleasure and enjoyment. And um, you want to, you know, take breaks, listen to your music that you have on, and, um, you know, uh, gratify your other senses. Take a sip of your uh, of your drink, a bite of your you know, snacks. Um, there's no right way to do this. Uh, there's no right way to touch. Um, you know, everybody's different. Everybody has a different body and appreciates different touches. Um, you know, as the saying goes, different strokes for different folks. You know, if your back is itchy, and you get somebody to and you go, oh, oh, scratch my back, right? Um, it feels incredible, right? Because it's, it, it, but if your back's not itchy, you don't really want somebody, I don't anyway, I don't know, maybe others do, but, um, you know, somebody just scratching my back for, to be scratching it is not something I, I seek out. Um, so, you know, like, like the other exercises, the more care and, uh, you put into this and, uh, you know, the more carefully you do this exercise and the more frequently you do it, the better you'll be able to teach someone else how to touch you. So you have a sensual partner and you want them to, uh, you want to teach them how to touch you. So first you figure it out by doing this exercise, then, you know, you'll know, and you'll find more and more ways that you can explore touch. Um, you know, as we get more and more into this information, do you have anything to add there? Um, what I was going to say, you said it so far. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's the physical inventory. And, you know, I also just want to add that there's no place that's off limits or whatever, you know, you can touch every place that you can reach on your body. Um, and you know, it's your body that to enjoy and to appreciate. So, so be a little adventurous there and, uh, find out what you like. Yeah. I like the shower brush. And the what? The shower. Shower brush? Yeah. Rubbing your back is not a wash, but if you rub it to fulfill it, it feels really good. Yeah. No. Not That's good. right. Yeah. 
Right. Saying if you're just rubbing it, if you're just scrubbing your back, you know, as a utilitarian thing to, you know, clean your back in the shower, you know, you're not stopping to think about how that feels necessarily. I mean, you might, but you can also, you, you know, feel that how work is clean, but to now move to the next spot, but really just feel that spot, you know, and then you, you know, you take your hand and uh, just put it back down your back and uh, your palm or your hand, you know, and, and just feel it, you know. It feels really good, you know. Right. It's something that you don't usually touch, you know. I mean, yes, I mean, in the back of the, uh, in the old days, I used to stand like a you know, cool guy, my hands on my hips, you know, and all that stuff, but, uh, you know, I just stand up straight these days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so that's the physical inventory. That's that's um, number six. Uh, anybody have any questions or comments you want to break in here and ask to speak? Um, you know, you're invited to to do that. Don't all jump in at once. <laughs> <laughs> Denise, you do not want to scare them and make them run for the heels. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I just want to present the opportunity here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. I love the way you, I love the way you presented the opportunity. <laughs> just enjoy it a little too much. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, uh, you're talking about doing it uh, on your own. So, like you said, you could do it on a at the sh on a shower. Um, you can do it. Uh, well, I would not say everywhere because <laughs> I'm be coming everywhere. In a private room or in a private place, not in public, people, because <laughs> we don't want you to be arrested uh, for anything. Truthfully, it's some things you do in public unconsciously, and you know, unconsciously you get dressed and walk down the street, you know, somebody looking at you, you sort of also get dressed to be looked at, but not touch. Yes. Yes. So, I agree. Uh, yeah. But this particular exercise is intended that you do it alone. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, you can be naked so that you can, it, or not if you don't want to, but if you, you know, if you don't have clothes on, you can, you know, it's easier to make your whole body available to you to touch because um, there you are. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Doing it in, in, in your space, you know, you can, you have unlimited to do whatever you want to do. Right. You know, and learn about who you are. You know, because that is exactly what you are doing. And regardless of whoever else uh, saying, you look good and all this stuff. Thank you, you know, and going about your business. But if you're going to tell them what you did, they're going to want to see, you know, you know, <laughs> you ain't going to see me do that. You well, know, no, you do this alone. Yeah, you do this alone, but you can then introduce them to uh, the courses, you okay. know, or us, you know. Right. 
Yeah, like that. Okay, so um, the next exercise, number four, mm-hmm. is called focal point. And, and what you do here, this exercise, is you find a focal point on your body, such as your inner elbow, your inner thigh, anywhere that you want. Could be a nipple. Um, it could be anywhere you want. And what you do is, you know, you you you've, you've, you imagine the spot in the middle of this focal point, and you rub your finger around that point in concentric circles. You go around and around, and you approach and retreat from the focal point in the middle without actually touching it. And when you do this, you want to do a fairly light and quick stroke. So you're going around and then you're reversing and you're moving towards the focal point in and out, but you're not touching the focal point. You'll probably feel like the focal point like that feels like it really wants to be touched. Uh, we call this tumescing the focal point. Tumescence means an increase in sexual tension. It's, it's derived from a Latin word that means to swell. So after you tumesce an area, this focal point, for example, you can detumess it, which is to decrease its sexual tension, by rubbing the area, rub through it with a slow, deliberate, firm stroke. So this is how you tumesce and detumesce this spot. You can do this at, you know, check out different focal points and different parts of your body. Um, So that's focal point. So you're practicing this touch on yourself because you'll, what this leads up to is that when you do engage in sensual pleasure with a partner, there are uh, times when you will want to create tumescence and also detumesce uh, your partner or yourself. Um, so those are the two exercises that we recommend that you um, practice. So physical inventory, and focal point. Um, And that is what we wanted to cover today in our session. Okay. Now, you can choose, um, you know, you can choose to, uh, you know, you can choose anywhere for your focal point. 
Um, but it's probably a good idea here when you're just practicing focal point to pick a, um, like, don't pick your genitals to do this. You can do that later. I mean, there's, it, it, when we do exercise number five, but you want to take that element away for now. You don't want to, you know, try to get yourself off uh, directly by touching, you know, your quitters, for example. But you want to, um, you know, practice, like the inside of the elbow is a really good place because it's tender and it's easy to reach. Um, and, you know, it's not a place that gets touched much. So, you know, it's a good spot where you're likely to feel a lot. Do you have something to add? Uh, well, no more that she's uh, right about uh, in a... Okay, see. I think the dogs made a comment, but I cannot translate it at this point. <laughs> Sorry. Don't agree. <laughs> agree with me. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on, but something is happening. So. Okay. Well. Yeah. In agreement. Okay. That's but, all right. But, but yes, the inner elbow, uh, uh, you just really just focus on that particular spot, you know, and I just pick up. The, like the inner, the part where you actually bend, the crease, the crease, mm -hmm. you know, and and uh, start uh, maybe uh, really uh, three uh, a, a big circle out from it, you know, and then you work your way in, you know, and 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 uh, from time to time uh, you stop, you know, and just really feel like you want to touch the middle. But you don't. You go back the uh, opposite direction, and you know, and make that circle, just like that. You know. So and yeah, and and you think about what you're feeling, you know, and how you feel at that moment. No. That's right. You know, your head, your mind has a big role to play. You know, if you just unconsciously and not really thinking about it start you know touching and you know going around in circles on the inside of your elbow and you're not being deliberate about how you touch and going around in circles like we described here mm -hmm. then you're not going to benefit from the exercise so being alone, being in your room where you've done, you know, you've done visiting dignitary, you've done visual inventory, physical inventory, and then focal point. So all these exercises build on each other. And, um, you know, you're, you're thinking about, you're concentrating on what it is you're doing. You know, if you're just so, so that's that. If you don't do that, you're really not going to get anything out of these exercises. So you have to be very deliberate um, about what you're doing and notice, notice what feels good to you. Notice how it feels to you. Pay, you're paying attention. You're putting all of your attention 
on yourself and everything, you know, you're not distracted by, um, you know, being in public or having another person in the room. You've controlled your space. You know, if you have children, they're, you know, taken care of, handled, asleep or gone or somebody else is watching them, something, you know, you're not going to have somebody banging on your door. Um, your phone's is muted. You're not going to, you know, it's silenced. You're not going to be interrupted. And uh, you want to concentrate on these exercises, all of them. Right. And uh, having that thought of when you walk in there and look in the mirror, you have your have everything right. So you start from there having everything right so the field of feeling of everything that uh you right come from that look all the way to the focus point so you feeling all that all the way up so it's it's like she said each one of them builds on the next one you know and the zero's all about you and how you feel and how you want to approach life not how people are uh, projected upon you uh, not like it's never happened to me but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean these these exercises are you know very egocentric in in the best possible way um, you're you're putting your attention and your activity on yourself to learn more about yourself, about your body, about what you like, and about how you can um, experience pleasure, whether that is by your own self, touching yourself, looking at yourself, or you, know, you can train your partner to touch you the way you enjoy being touched remember you know there's no manual that comes with you that you hand to your sensual partner and it's it, it, it's impractical and actually kind of mean to expect oh that person to know how you like to be touched if it's you know, a new partner, if you've been with someone for a long time and you've gotten to know each other and their body and their likes and dislikes, that's one thing. But, you know, you don't want to sit there and or lie there and be touched in a way that is not pleasurable for you because you don't want to speak up or hurt someone's feelings. It's much better to be deliberate and conscious and, and make sure that you know how you want to be touched versus, you know, so you can explain that to that person and you can practice things with them eventually. And we'll get to more of those exercises in, in future sessions. But, um, a lot of people think that, you know, there's just some sort of magic that uh, lovers are supposed to get from 
the universe that's going to imbue them with the knowledge about, you know, how best to touch any particular person. That's not realistic. Um, not at all. Um, and, you know, we do this in other parts of our lives. For example, I, um, I cook most of the time, almost all of the time for the two of us. And, um, I like certain seasonings and highly seasoned food. Dr. Goodman has a different palate. And so it's no big deal for me to, you know, season food the way both of us would like it. I'm not trying to force my taste on him. I can always add some additional spices to my food before I eat it. I don't have to put um, every, you know, the, the, the additional spices in the whole pot of stew. I can add the ginger later because he doesn't like the ginger. Um, and I can just put it in mine. Um, and that's an example of, uh, you know, which is sort of similar to this. Um, you know, I, why should I make him suffer uh, when it's so easy for me to make an accommodation? It's the same way um, with your sensual life. And eating is a, is a very sensual activity. Um, you know, nobody, I, I think that um, especially as women get older and they begin to approach menopause, intercourse um, can be painful. Um, and some women will just put up with that when there are easy solutions uh, to make, um, you know, to make sexing in that way more comfortable. Um, and for example, lubricants, uh, you know, we, we produce less um, fluids as we get older in all parts of our bodies. But I've heard stories and read things where, oh, my partner doesn't want to use a lubricant. Well, you know what? If that, and, 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 and you're in pain because you have no lubrication, to me, why would anybody do that? Why would anybody put up with that kind of discomfort around something that's supposed to be pleasurable? And you know what? If that guy doesn't want you to use lubricant, maybe you don't want that guy. I mean, really, and there's no reason to put up with discomfort when, you're when your goal is sensual pleasure. So the more you know about your body and what feels good to you, the better you'll be able to have pleasure by yourself and with a partner. I agree. I totally yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, What's your take on that, Emma? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just read something like that. You know, it was. It's, it's appalling. It's very scary, I would say, because if somebody is, has to go through pain, well, I'm sorry, but uh, that is, there is nothing sensual about it, and you don't respect your mate. Um, we're changing, and I know a lot of uh, male don't understand how 
a female function, especially, you know, when you're in your 20s, everything is fine, everything, everything is rolling perfectly. When you have children, that's a different story. And I don't have children. But I do know that your body is changing. Things are changing. And there is an evolution that the partners have to understand as well. When you're approaching the menopause, and when you are in the menopause, and I know we will do later on something about the menopause, there's a lot, they don't, like Denny said, nobody gives us the manual on anything at all, so you go and figure it out on your own. But I feel that, to me, is more, if somebody doesn't allow his partner to have a lubricant, to me is a rape. Because it's exactly the same feeling than if you were being raped. Exactly. That's right. And um, to me, is appalling. Right. Um, I will not go into detail in my private life, but I would say if somebody does this to me, I think I will become the new Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> if that gives you an answer. To me, it's appalling. It's a rape. Yeah, and we, we are going to have uh, at least one, maybe more sessions on, on menopause yeah. uh, coming up. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe, and I, uh, that's maybe I may be naive, but you have to respect your mate. And uh, in order to really uh, embrace and connect with that person, so you have to be aware of the changes and you have to adapt. I'm sorry to say, you know, in my 20s, things were different than in my 30s. In my 30s, were different than in my 40s. And my 40s are different in my now beginning 50s. So it doesn't mean that it's not pleasurable because the pleasure came with the years, actually. And I look back even when in my, in my 20s, the pleasure I had is different in my 30s. And it's increasing. Actually, it's very interesting. It's like, whoa, it's increasing. Whoa, <laughs> news to me, new flash. But... It, it, there is a changes in our bodies. So we have to go with those changes and try to balance what, you know, if you have less fluids and you're not secreting anymore, guess what? You're going to have to use something uh, uh, different to help you. That's so. right. And, you know, um, people are different. You know, there are, are some people who have... Um, you know, dryness issues, even when mm -hmm. they're younger. I'm one of those people. I have dry mouth, dry eye, and I have had since my early 30s. No mm -hmm. problem. I mean, this is one of the easiest, vaginal dryness is one of the easiest things in the world to fix. There's wonderful products out there that are safe and effective, um, lubricants that are, you know, they're all different ones and you can try them and it, it's no trouble at all you just make you know the application of the lubricant part of the sensual journey um you know i mean it's so second nature to me because i've been doing it for so long that it mm -hmm. just you know it's just is part of uh what i do and you can play with that too you know with your focal point if you're using, um, you know, regard, any kind of lubricant, um, you can use Vaseline, um, especially you don't want to use Vaseline with, with latex products if you were ever to use condoms. Um, but if you're like doing this exercise, 
uh, the focal point, take a little dab of Vaseline on your finger and, and, and go around with that and, and feel how that is. Um, or, you know, a water-based lubricant, but Vaseline is really nice uh, for doing this exercise because it doesn't dry out. Right. You know, and just uh, really just put your hand, your finger in it, no pulling or no garb of it, just touch it. Just a little tiny yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah, and you'd be surprised how much that little bit of Vaseline will go, you know, mm -hmm. and how much you feel of it. Right. It's yeah. a fun thing to do. Yeah. And it's good to do, do it with Vaseline and without Vaseline. That's with, true. Yeah. To feel the difference, yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see, what else? Well, yeah, well focusing on uh, another person before you touch them, you, even though you might know uh, they like to how to uh, like to be touched on the arm, you know, uh, just be noticed of that because it could be uh, she might have bumped into the uh, wall or something, you know, uh, accidentally scraped herself. So it could be a, uh, a scratch there. So it's not that she's going to pull away because you want to touch her. She's pulling away because it's a sword, yeah. So. You know, which actually gets to the point about, you know, we, we, these exercises we're talking about here are to be done alone, but mm -hmm. permission, um, you know, when we get to, uh, you know, future sessions that we're going to do, which will involve, you know, a partner, or can involve a partner, um, you want to ask permission. Um, you don't want to make assumptions about, you know, where and how you can touch people. If you're truly like a research partner, or even, even if it's your, you know, your usual lover, you know, you want to be respectful and um, more communication is always better than less communication. You know, the idea that you no, excuse me, <clears throat> that you go into a dark room or turn off all the lights and don't talk. Um, and, you know, that is not the optimal setting for uh, learning the most and, uh, about your body and your partner um, at all. You know, it, it, it's not. It, it's just like if you're standing in front of the mirror to do your visual inventory, and you turn out the lights and you can't see anything, you're not going to get as much out of it at all as if you have the light on and you can actually see what it is that you're trying to see. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, our attitude about sensuality and sexuality, our attitudes, um, our personal attitudes, me and Dr. Goodman, um, are pretty um, open. Um, you know, we've been at this for a long time and not everybody is the same, but, you know, you can change your mind um, if you haven't been open to this kind of exploration because it's just something you haven't done. 
uh, or never thought about doing, you can change your mind um, at any time. And, you know, you can find it right and good. Um, and, you know, regardless of whatever other stable data you may have about the rightness or appropriateness of any of this. And it's all optional. It's all for pleasure. Um, you know, you take it or leave it uh, like that. We're not here to push our viewpoint on anybody. We're educators. Um, and we're presenting information that's available uh, for, for the taking, for those who wish to engage. And yes, like uh, Emma, well, both of you have said, I mean, at time, as time goes on, you know, yes, see, you ain't going to want to have sex as much as you did, you know, but uh, intimacy and in, in, uh, sensuality of it uh, goes on. That's where you grow at. You know, to yeah. Have, yeah. And, but, and sorry, ahead, Emma. yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but also, you know, again, we don't come with the book. So we only based on our experience and the partner we have. Maybe we can look at the Kama Sutra. Maybe we can look at some uh, movies. But still, there is a lot of things we don't know. So having you guys here giving us some insight helps us because we can pick some stuff at what we're you're doing, like the exercise and stuff like that, and adapt them to our lives as well. So I think... It's like the cherry on the top of the cake. It's like, I will take the advices and listen to it because I want to learn more about it. That's right. You know, when, when I first um, uh, came across, uh, you know, this uh, body of knowledge and um, I was in my early 30s, and I thought I knew everything I needed to know about my body and about how I liked to be in a, you know, sensual and sexual way. And I didn't think that there was anything more that I, like, wanted to learn or wanted to experiment with. And then once I started to um, experiment more and... Uh, study these principles and techniques, I realized that there was so much more available to me, so much more available pleasure than I was having. And I was having considerable pleasure as it was that, you know, it was like, oh, great, there's more. Um, you know, there's more that I can have. There's more intensity that I can experience. There's more pleasure that I can experience. Um, there's more joy that I can experience uh, by myself and with a lover. So that was my, um, you know, my road um, and my awakening, if you will, to to these kinds of opportunities, uh, I should say. Uh, yes, I mean, same as mine, you know, it's like I took the basic sensuality course about five times, and you know, every time I took it, I just found more about who I am, 
you know, and what other people's uh, think of me, you know, and other people's viewpoint, you know, it's just like, it's all about you. You can hear their viewpoint, but that means you have to do it, you know, and that I got from my uncle and my mom and dad, uh, but most of my uncles, you know, they was, they're 24-7 like, because I mean, they was, I missed them two guys, you know, mm-hmm. you know uh, but it's just a thought of, both of them had farms, but one of them had five acres, and uh, either one was always saying, do better than I did, and at the age of eight years old, no, I couldn't think of nothing else but be like him, you know, so I was, okay, I'm going to do better, I'm going to be a farmer, you know. I'm going to learn all the stuff about being a farmer just like him, you know, instead of, I don't know, no, no, none of this now. So, but as time went on, and when I was around 11, uh, I really got it. He said, do better than I did. No, I'm doing, you know, and okay, do better, you know, it's like, do what it is that you want to do in life, you know, no. Be a creator, be a teacher, be a truck driver, you know, but do something you want to do, you know. So okay. I learned what I learned, you know, and I have a PhD in philosophy and a bachelor's left in humanity. So that's right. Most people want their children to have more, do more, be more gratified uh, than they are. They want, you know. It's, that's normal. Yeah. And mm-hmm. actually, I wrote uh, basic centrality courses. So I really learned a lot about who I am and who uh, who a man is and who a woman is. Right. And it's still a lot to uh, know, I know, but, you know, it's it's out there to be a uh, to how. You know, so, like Emma was saying, you know, uh, you teaching us. You know, as, as well as we've been uh, retaught by ourselves. Yeah, and I, I should say that, you know, my, my our personal frame of reference um, is that we are heterosexuals. But these exercises and these concepts apply to same-gender uh, lovers as well. And, you know, we don't have any value... <coughs> about that but you know we we tend to refer to heterosexuals um, because that's our frame of reference but you if you are with a same-sex partner um, you know you can still apply all the same principles to your sensual life that we that we offer and we present yeah and I'll so say all limitations are self-imposed. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter who you are, are, no, you can be pleasure. That's the goal anyway, is for you to be pleasure. And so if another uh, man is pleasuring another man, you know, that's what they like, then that's what happened. No. So. That's right. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think we have all experienced how good it feels 
to do something nice for someone else um, that you care about, regardless of what that is, whether it's, um, you know, you made a special cake or pie because you know that one likes it or, you know, whatever it is, you know, you, it, it's not only do you, does your, you know, partner or family or whoever enjoy eating the pie, you enjoy that they enjoy it because you did it. Cooking is an act of love. Um, I uh, have heard it said, and I believe that, um, you know, if it was so, so it's the same idea here that you will be, you can be gratified by producing pleasure for someone else because you're doing it out of affection and um, even if it's just a research partner. And by the way, um, that idea of having a research partner um, is something that you can consider if you don't have a sensual partner. If you, um, you know, these exercises that we've been talking about here for the last several sessions are um, done alone. But we're going to talk in the future about things that you can do with a partner. Well, if you don't have a, a husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, um, you can um, find a like-minded person in your social circle that you can make an overt agreement to experiment with. We know many people who have done that. Um, and, you know, it, it's certainly uh, possible and it doesn't have to be anything about having a relationship. It can be a, a sensual research partner that you have an agreement to do certain things with. And you can set all your own boundaries, limitations, whatever. You can do all of that. We have done that in our courses, you know, where people can pair up with others to do exercises, um, even sometimes people that they didn't know until the course. Now, that's a very individual thing. It's a, you know, it can be very sensitive, but I want to put that out there as a concept uh, for those of you who want to consider that. And uh, we are uh, living reality of it because she did want to take uh, the course and she asked me what I was going to t uh, teach the course. And I said, no, but I come and keep you company. You know, and so I started doing that. And then once it was uh, a course that uh, required a partner, I was a partner, research partner, you know, and uh, when we got done, she went to her room, I went to my room, and that was that. So, but we just worked up to that, you know, and worked up to like being a couple and knowing each other, you know, uh, ins and outs and likes and don't likes, and and the most of all, we start knowing each other's body, you know, you know, just a touch, a feeling, a look. 
no, we, we could do that with each other because we did the research together. Right. And it's not that a research partner, it, that your goal is to have them become um, your, you know, partner, your, your, your significant other, your your significant other yeah. not at all. Uh, it, yeah. it, it could happen, but that is not, usually that is not the goal at all. Um, and if that's your goal, then you're adding in a, um, an arbitrary that's probably going to get in the way. Um, you know, we don't recommend that at all. Like if you've got your eye on somebody that you like and you're interested in, that's not the best way to um, engage with them. Uh, You know, you're better off with somebody neutral that has an interest in sensuality um, because then you don't have hidden agendas. Uh, Yes. No. Most of uh, you want to have somebody that likes you as well as you like them. You right. like them all you want. But they... mm, you're going to cut in a sec. You're going to have to come back. Okay. Yeah, they're coming back. Sorry, I cut him while I was, he was speaking. But the reason is, is because it's going to be cutting. And I wanted to make sure we could hear uh, his full sentence. So I'm waiting for him to come back. Um, quite an interesting subject, actually especially to know our bodies and uh, being able to appreciate uh, every single touch we can do on our bodies that can help our partner. Go ahead, Dr. Goodman. Oh, I I was going to say that um, understanding your body and how things feel mm-hmm. has a really important other goal. And that is um, when it comes to anything medical. I've had doctors say to me, um, wow, you really know your body. And I'm not talking about my, you know, genitals or anything. I mean, I remember one time um, I had an infection and my ear was getting warm. And I told the doctor, I said, well, the infection is starting again. And he said, how do you know? And because there was no over sign. And I said, my ear is warm, my right ear. And he, with gloves on, reached and touched my ear. And in fact, it was getting warm. And he said, and, you know, there was something else. And um, yesterday I I told uh, the ear, nose and throat doctor, I said, there's two things going on with my hearing and my ear, and I believe they're unrelated. And this is one and this is the other. And he, I was right. And the reason I know so much about my body like that is I'm paying attention. So it's enor- enormously helpful if you know what's going on with your body and you notice things because that could have an impact on your medical care. And, you know, these were not like big major things like, you know, cancer or something. It was, but they were important things that I understood because I pay attention to my body that carefully. So there's a real good practical reason for you to really, really know your body. Um, so I just want to bring that up. Yeah, and no, and she's perfectly right. No, so yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. No, 
I mean, I can I be saying different things, you know, and uh, even saying uh, stuff to her. I said, "Won't you stop? Take a breath, you know, just really feel your body, you know." And uh, and sometimes she said, "Okay, okay," and then I just look at her. She she stop and do it, and then when she do it, she just really relaxed. She calms down. She gets back in her body. Mm -hmm. And so, and that is really. Feeling yourself and coming to terms on the situation that you are in right now. You are in control. And that's the biggest thing. Being in control of who you are. That's right. Because, like, you know, if we go to the doctor and, you know, they you only get a small amount of time with these people. They're busy. The more you know about what's going on with your body, the better care you're going to get instead of them trying to think of every possible thing that could be affecting you or, you know, like that. So, um, you know, and I, my background is in, uh, my professional background is in, um, in the medical field. So, um, but I'm not a trained medical professional. I was in the medical device industry. So I have a, I have had more attention on that, but anybody can choose to know their body and choose to know what's going on with them. And it, it it's, it's very powerful and it can benefit you. Yes, it does. But you're lucky you have good doctors that listen to you because I face some who just look at me. I was a nutcase. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, so I... that's the problem too, because if you have a doctor that understand that and they're listening to you, it's great. But I have some who uh, walked out of the room like, okay, well, it's your problem, buddy, because I know what's going on with my body. Oh, that's I did. Cool. That's unfortunate. I'm... Uh, well, yes, and I did the same thing. I don't say what's going on, and the doctor looked at me, and I, I couldn't believe it. And once they did the checkup and all that other stuff, they said I was right. They asked me, "How did I know?" Well, I, I felt it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I just ran off a lot of things. You know, uh, about how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, okay, well, you, you you felt it then. Yes, I felt that, you know. I didn't feel like I wanted to go and uh, uh, run hurlers or jump the hurlers and all of that, you know, uh, or even get out there in my garden, you know. I felt lousy. So, but, you know, so, yes, it, it really does have you to really feel and up-notice who you are, mm-hmm. and then what it is that you want to do from there on, then, you know, you go and do that and you enjoy that, but you're going to do it as long as you are enjoying it. Oh, I, I agree. And knowing our bodies is the first thing we should know uh, first and being able to, uh, like you said, we don't come with a manual. And I was smiling when you said about the mate, when you have to, expecting them to know everything. I'm like, well, good luck with that. But um, it's it's good to be able to give the directions as well. And communication, I think, is essential as well. That's right. I mean, we we train for so many things in life. We go to school. 
We mm-hmm. take lessons, um, you know, we take tennis lessons or dancing lessons or music lessons, whatever kind. There's all kinds of things that we train for deliberately um, in life. But there's no people generally there's don't learn and train how to be sensual and sexual and and um like they just fumble around you know starting when they're most people fairly young and you know figure stuff out without any direction or um you know without any instruction and so you end up having you can often end up being very haphazard and um you know there are lots of people who go through life uh just going through the motions uh of of sexuality and you know never really experience much pleasure mm-hmm. um particularly women i want to say um and uh, certainly there's cultural aspects of that but um and there's a wide range of experience but you know generally speaking people do not train and learn about sexuality and sensuality yeah i agree so All right. yeah uh yeah just think about uh all of the models you know, uh, walking around there and modeling and stuff and looking uh, good, but are they really happy? Well, that's their job. <laughs> Sorry to say that, you know. After yeah. maybe at the beginning, it's nice to, to be a model, but that's their uh, job. So, yeah. right. that's their right. job, yeah. You know, it's uh, like an actress or an actor, it's yeah, their job. A, well, are, well, are they really gratified? Sexually gratified? Uh, I don't know about that. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. you know, that's that's our our topic for today. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, actually, I was thinking of uh, going back over the uh, last two, just reading them all since uh, quite a few people came on since then. Sure. You know. About the... Um, what we did today. Yeah, what was it? Three and four? Four and five? Um, So just to recap what we did today in our list of sensuality exercises, okay, and um, we did exercise number three and number four. Number three is physical inventory and you know, this comes after doing visual inventory. The physical, you know, in the visual inventory, you learn to see and appreciate parts of your body. And the physical inventory is similar, but what you do here is you explore all the ways you like to be touched. Um, so what you want to do, again, you're alone in your room. Um, you know, you, you can have very little or nothing on um, so that you have access to all of your body. And you want to check out different kinds of pressure, light pressure, firm pressure, a little pinch, um, you know, a little touch with, you know, your fingertips, the back of your hand, whatever, you know, touch 
you want to touch yourself in any way that you can think of that's you know good and nice you're not trying to hurt yourself or anything um you know you want to touch yourself all over and notice uh, what you like and what you don't like uh, where you like to be touched or don't want to be touched or you want to be touched in a with a certain amount of pressure on this part of your body and different pressure on that part of your body and um you know you can check out different extremes of touch very light to heavier sometimes you might find that a super super light touch is is annoying um you know you and again you're doing this by yourself to yourself um you know you want to notice for example the amount of pressure that you can apply to the outside of your elbow as opposed to the inside you'll notice that different parts of your body like to be touched in different ways and so this gives you an opportunity to find out um you know take as long as you want um you know as long as you're enjoying yourself you can take breaks, listen to music, eat your snacks, you know, all those things that you prepared your room for in your uh, first exercise, which was visiting dignitary. Um, and know that there's no right way to touch. Everybody is different. Everybody ha has, a, you know, different kinds of touch that they appreciate. Um, you know, the, the more you do this exercise, the better you will understand your body and how you like to be touched. And you'll be able to teach, to teach someone else how to touch you. And then exercise number four is called... Before you say that, if you want a, a, a quick reality, uh, just get a piece of ice and put it in your hand and uh, see how it feel. Piece of ice? Yeah, yeah. Just a cube of ice and just hold it. Check out the feeling of you. Is it going to be, uh, it's going to start off warm, but it's going to get colder and colder. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, check how, how, uh, what's what I want to say, the, uh, the pressure of it. Of feeling it. Right. At some point at the beginning, it might feel good to touch that nice cold piece of ice, but then it get can get to be painful because it gets too cold. So, right. you know, you're experiencing the range of, uh, you know, Unt uncomfortable. Of, Not too cold, but get uncomfortable. Right. From pressure to uncomfortable. Right. Um, okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so the next exercise is called focal point. And what you're going to do here is choose a focal point on your body, such as your inner elbow. It could be your nipple. It could be an inner thigh, any, any part that you like. And what you're going to do is rub your finger around that focal point in concentric circles and that approach and retreat from the focal point 
without actually touching it. You want to use a fairly light and quick stroke. So you're going around in circles and you're never touching the middle, the focal point. And you reverse and you go in and out. And um, you might feel like that point in the middle really wants to be touched when you're doing this. We call that to messing the focal point. Tumescence means an increase in sexual tension. It's derived from the Latin root that means to swell. After you tumes an area, you can detumes it or decrease its sexual tension by rubbing the area with a slow, deliberate, firm stroke. So, you know, after you've to mess to the inside of your elbow, for example, you can bring it down or detumess it by putting like pressure on it. You could put your hand over that spot and press it down. Um, you can stroke it deliberately and firmly like that. And you can, you can try different points on your body to do this. Um, the inside of your elbow is a really good spot because it's um, it's tender. You can reach it very easily, um, and you know it's not a place that you touch very often or gets touched very often. So it's um, a place where you would have a lot of sensation. So being able to do these two exercises, physical inventory and focal point, these exercises are designed to have you learn about how you like to be touched, and what feels good to you, because then you can pleasure yourself as well as train someone else how you like to be touched. Right. So that's... Um, yeah, well, that's just a recap of what we was talking about earlier. You know, um, but uh, it's like, the, I don't want to say, I like listen to what I said, you know, and last week I played uh, the ones that I hadn't uh, played. And so... You'll hear it again next week, uh, but uh, if anybody wants to uh, raise the hand, you know, and step up to the plate, you know, uh, we'll go off and uh, and you can uh, chime in with uh, Emma there, you know. But Thursday, we I will be on being the host, you know, and so the floor will be open. But just a recap of what we talked about in the last few uh, weeks, you know, just uh, really, let's see, uh, what, what, what's the word I want to use is uh, getting to know more about uh, who you are and what it is that you want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. As we move along in our life, we start to learn, learn more who we truly are. But uh, in a level of sensuality, sexuality, it's something, it's always to be curious and explore who we are. 
You That's change. Right. You change through the years. You evolve. You change. That's right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, when you said set, set, uh, centrality, yes, uh, people go right to uh, sex. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going uh, to eventually have sex with her, but they're really not really thinking about the touch, the feelings, the taste, of the enjoyment of what they are doing to attract that person. Because uh, as soon as you uh, start feeling like, okay, she's my girlfriend, you're going to turn it off and start doing the other stuff, and you're going to wonder why she don't like you no more. No. So, yeah. It, it gets like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, really stop and think about uh, who you are in a relationship with yourself. You know, and then that other person comes along, you know, uh, it'll be even more uh, fireworks, I should say, you know, and you know, uh, chance, a chance to learn from each other and mm -hmm. grow, you know. And yes, you said, people say uh, you get married, you have to compromise, but I say you get married and you get to learn and grow with each other. So. Yes. That's, that's the way I look at it. That's mm -hmm. why I have a course, a love for sale half price, because you are the one going to meet that other person halfway. And then you grow from that. Go okay, like that. Good. Good. So you will be hosting the show on Thursday for the Q&A for this week. And if people have questions from for the past few weeks, they will have an opportunity to talk to you directly, which will make it easier, actually, for everyone to connect with you. And uh, if anyone wants to step up and uh, ask questions, they can still do so right now if they're interested to ask those questions. Otherwise, you can always wait uh, Thursday, if you wanted to, it's up to you. <laughs> uh, you, can, you, can, you can hit me up on the back end. We'll, we can uh, do a private talk or you can give me a call, you know. Mm -hmm. My yeah. handwriting like it used to be, but uh, if you insist on having my hand in handwriting, you know, I do that too. We tied. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> My handwriting is terrible. Oh. Okay. Well. Okay. All right. Mm hmm So I guess then we're going to sign off for this evening. Okay. All right. Thank you all for coming. Um, we sure appreciate your time and attention. And I hope you have uh, found some value in this information. Um, and we hope to see you all on Thursday, same time. Absolutely. 7.30 Eastern Time, 4.30 Pacific Time, this right. Thursday. Yes. Under yeah, Dr. Goodman. Seven of you. I want to say thank you to all of you. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for sharing all of those uh, information and insight for us. Okay. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, you, so you want to call for a few names? Either one of you be okay with me, but I'm bad with names. Let me see. Okay. I know more, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> not doing good, I, man. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> just have fun. You know, see me for uh, Max is here. Mm-hmm. No, Mr. Uh, uh, Creek. Creek. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, thank you. Uh, see somebody start following me. Her name is Denise. All right. Really? You have a stalker called Denise? Yeah, I got a stalker named Denise. Okay. Is Denise Dow? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and then Tony. What's okay. that? Wolf? Wolf, yeah. All right. Well, that's right. good. Thank you. Well, right. thank you very much. We'll talk to you later, guys. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Uh, well, hey, yeah. So, you got the floor there, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> Let's get the party started. <laughs> Take care, guys. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.